Kierkegaard once said, how dreadful boredom is, how dreadfully boring. The only thing I see is emptiness. The only thing I live on is emptiness. The only thing I move in is emptiness. It's understandable that lethargic activity, it's depressing, it can be debilitating. But in 21st century, in which you and I live, the pendulum has swung pretty much in the opposite direction. We live in a hectic, hyperactive, overstimulated age. And especially with the introduction of these digital technologies, which in some ways connect you and I, this whole cosmos of information, this visual and audio, audio information, this has created a problem for us. The problem of hyperactivity. And we learn about this in Eva Hoffman's book, How to be Bored. Although ADHD or Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, it's by definition is a disorder which includes attention difficulty, hyperactivity and impulsiveness. Every case may not turn out to be as severe or as obvious. But this problem, this problem of doing so many things in limited amount of time, it troubles all of us. And this is what the author tries to tell us in this book. So on one side we have this digital world where this endless supply of information is reaching out to us. But then it's also in the non-virtual world as well. In shops, in lights, in crowds, whatever we buy, all the things around us, all the entertainment, all the festivals, exhibitions, they're all around us. And it puts tremendous pressure on our senses and eventually on our brains. So according to author, this is probably because of the demands of our complex and highly competitive societies. Most of us, we do need to work hard in, in order to ensure livelihood and basic comfort for ourselves and our families. But then, often our activity goes beyond meeting our basic or just comfortable needs. If we are middle class, for example, we are likely to work longer hours than we have to in order to fulfill the requirements of our jobs. And then we go back to our homes, but that also, although it seems like we are going to a place of comfort, place where we'll get entertained, but eventually through internet, through all those digital and other media platforms, we get entertained through our senses. But as I said, it puts a lot of pressure on our brains. 
Sociologists have called it the third shift. So the author really goes on to criticize this, this culture that we have created. This highly competitive culture we are, when, where we are under constant pressure. The pressure to become the best. We want the best homes, best children, best vacations, best professional gigs. And we get so much occupied with this obsession that we really think about our own health. So when it comes to, let's say, going to some 12-hour flight, to a meeting or a job interview, we don't really care about the jet lag. We don't really care about our food, our health or anything. We have created this kind of consumerist culture where we, the only thing we care about is consuming more. And sometimes it's obvious when we are talking about buying certain things or enjoying certain services. But you find this consumerism almost everywhere. Even we, we travel, we travel with this idea of consuming different cultures. So we do things in order to have done them or simply to fill time with activity, to consume. And of course, we have then our own devices. So it just goes on and on and on. Our bodies and mind, they don't really get any time to relax. So it's one thing to be busy and do a lot of work. But then, given the modern technology, it has caused an addiction as well. Addiction to activity or hyperactivity in certain cases as it can be called. So this digital environment with its endless supply of instant stimulation and gratification, it kind of ups the ante and it does that tremendously. So when we talk about hyperactivity, it is, it is addictive because it gives you some kind of pleasure. It introduces you to some kind of eventfulness, some kind of dynamism. So it feels like you are in some kind of motion. So when you post something on Facebook and get a like or you post something funny on Twitter, that particular like or tweet or retweet gives you a small amount of pleasure, like a dopamine kick but what we don't realize is it is causing stress on our brains so momentarily it's giving some kind of stimulation to our brain but then this when this activity continues for a long time you must have noticed i'm sure this this activity eventually it leaves you feeling depleted and often tired and depressed and we don't really rec rec recognize this why is this happening we often wonder why do we feel the way we do but these all these small steps they lead to this and the author also talks about digital addiction in fact author tells us this this form of addiction is is pretty common these days. In fact, 
in countries like Korea and China there are literally detox camps for addicted adolescents those who appear to suffer terrible terrible withdrawal symptoms when they when they try to stay away from this technology in certain cases in other parts of the world also there have been reports of uh, certain gamers who died because of dehydration because they they couldn't really leave those imaginary worlds that much addicted they were so with this ease of technology we we might think that we are doing a lot of things we might also think that uh, we are multitasking we are eating and probably watching a show or for example you are listening to this podcast and probably doing some other activity as well but what we don't realize is uh, a brain uses extra energy when it is switching from one task to another it happens so quickly when when we are multitasking that we don't recognize it we think we are just we are just doing it casually but it doesn't work like that so eventually the brain slows down and it goes into a kind of gridlock and uh, in the long terms it can have terrible consequences the fragmentation of attention breaking up of focus and mental continuity and it can also disrupt neural connections and all of this can have severe impact on our mental as well as physical health now the question is how can we make it better i think the first point is to realize the problem to recognize it to see it clearly once we do that then we can start working on it we can be mindful of things we can be aware the problem with these technologies and the modern lifestyle is that we get so much addicted into this whole idea of consumerism that we do things in a kind of a an automatic mode we don't really think we just jump from one activity to another until we are tired and then we probably fall asleep or take pills for that and i think that is the first step the further steps all the other steps you probably need a therapy you might need meditation all those steps can come later but the first and the fundamental step is to pause and just take a moment to think whatever you're doing just be aware of it just be mindful of it that's that's in fact the idea behind the mindful meditation that you are mindful of what you're doing and the moment you start becoming mindful you'll see you'll find yourself making much better choices much healthier choices and i'm sure you'll feel much more content and joyful in life